the volume. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Catching Phase is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel. More ways to win. Catching Phase. These are my takes of the week. We're going to touch on that taunting. We got a great interview with Dallas Clark. The OG Dallas Clark. Y'all don't want to miss it. Super entertaining. But Taunton, Taunton is here. Taunton is in the NFL. Now, when I first heard, you know, they going to throw flags for Taunton, I knew what time it was, man. I knew that uh, it was the next part of the game that the NFL wanted to clean up. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it before. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I knew it would go overboard, just like all the other new rules do, man. They all go overboard. Uh, the refs kind of overdo it it's like somebody tell the refs to overdo it overdo it until they clean it up completely and then you kind of ease back and you just call the the main the main ones that that need to be called man so they did the same thing with illegal contact man they put the new rule in you can't touch receivers after five they threw crazy flags in the preseason early in the season they threw crazy crazy flags and once the NFL DBs, they kind of learned that they're going to flag us for everything. Then they kind of back off with it. I guess they had their own ref meeting or whatever they have. They kind of back off of it, and they they call the ones that's necessary. And I think now, in today's game, they do a pretty good job, you know what I'm saying, calling the, the ones that's necessary, not calling the little baby ones, not calling the accidental ones and things like that. So they put the new rule in. It was crazy at first. They cleaned it up. It's pretty good now. I think they did the same thing with, with like roughing the passer. Now roughing the passer, they was throwing every single thing. It was crazy, and they they somewhat cleaned it up. But I think it's still 
it's still some crazy ones now. It's still some mistakes that get called now. But I think they're still in the process of cleaning it up. But for the most part, I'm saying roughing the passer is cool. I think that they, they, they might include it in, in the in the replay, in the replay thing or next year, whenever they had a ref meeting or committee meeting or whatever it is, they might include that. So now you could challenge, you could challenge it. And that'll probably be the last little part of cleaning up roughing the passer. But for the most part, man, it's a rule change. You had to adjust to not dropping the quarterback, not hitting him in his head, not hitting him low, not hitting him high. You had to, you know, change your game. And uh, I think for the most part, they do a good job protecting the quarterbacks. That's what they wanted to get done. And that's what they got done, man. So 10 weeks into the NFL now, you know what I'm saying? I definitely hate the taunting. I hate the cause, man. It take the fun away from the game. It take the, it take the emotion away from the game for the players. It take the emotion away from the fans at the game, man. The fans who at the game, they want to see a guy get up and celebrate. They can feel that emotion, right? If I'm at home watching on TV, you know what I'm saying? I got the best view in the house. The best camera is right in his face. I want to see that guy, that emotion on his face. I want to see him get up and celebrate, man. And you can't do that, man. You're taking a lot from the game. You're taking a lot of the, a lot of the energy, a lot of the energy that sell tickets and make money for the game. You're taking a lot of that out of the game. But I will say the NFL has done this before. You know what I'm saying? They put in new rules before uh, just to, clean up certain parts of the game. And I will say, I think they've been successful, man. They, they wanted less, less holding, less DB play. And they wanted to be less handsy, less wrestling matches and more skill. And I think you got that right now, man. It, it make the points go up. It's more entertaining when DBs make plays. It look better because they can't hold on receivers like they used to do back in the day and just break a ball up. You know what I'm saying? You got to really show skill. It take a lot of skill to be a DB now because you really can't touch guys. You know what I'm saying? So I think the NFL do a good job, man, uh, implementing new rules in the game. They overdo it at the beginning and, and they clean it up as they go, man, just like they did the targeting. You know what I'm saying? Unnecessary roughness penalties. They threw every flag they could throw. Every time you hit a guy was a flag. They cleaned the game up. Now you barely see guys going across the middle, getting their block knocked off. You barely see guys, uh, uh, leading with the crown of their head, you know what I'm saying? Because the refs threw so many flags, it kind of pushed it out our game, you know what I'm saying? And now they call the ones that they supposed to call. You barely see them mess that up. Sometimes, of course, they're going to mess something up, but I feel like it's under control right now, man. The same thing that happened with the ton. The NFL is just trying to clean up the game, make it more, make the sportsmanship of the game a little bit better, trying to take away all the unnecessary penalties. They're overdoing it right now. As time go on, I think they'd get it under control and they'd, they'd call the ones that's necessary to call the regular ones. They'd leave it alone, man. That's my takes for the day. Stay tuned. We got Dallas Clark coming up. We catching phase, baby. FanDuel Sportsbooks wants you to get the most out of every NFL game day. That's why we're giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every week. All you have to do is bet a same game parlay bet with three legs or more. If the bet doesn't win, FanDuel will pay you back up to $10. Like this Thursday, I like the Patriots minus seven on the road. I like the game to go under, and I like the Patriots to score first. I love betting on all the NFL action with FanDuel Sportsbook because the payouts are as little as two hours, and it's super easy to use. There's no feeling like nailing the same game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook and get up to 10 bucks back if your bet doesn't win. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, they are also offering a risk-free $1,000 bet if you prefer that. 
Just sign up with the promo code FAZE. And if your first bet loses, you get up to $1,000 back in site credit. That's promo code FAZE. Disclaimer, you must be 21 or older, present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states, mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. TN Redline. 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We got a legend, man, a pro bowler, an all-pro Super Bowl champion, Dallas Clark. What's up, baby? What's up, Akeem? How you doing, nah, man? Nah, I'm all good, man. Nah, I seen you out at the uh, at the ceremony. We celebrating Peyton, and I told you yeah. I was going to come on here and get you, man. You got to come do the I, show now. I know. I'm glad you followed through because, you know, it's one of those things that you, you – you know, during nights like that, you say a lot of things to people, and, <laughs> and, and you, 
you don't know whether you know okay, yeah. you know you know did, is he gonna remember that or am i gonna remember that you know i mean right man, what a night right i mean that is yeah. just special and and, and that you know obviously we're teammates but to have that connection obviously with peyton uh was even more special so that was yeah. that was awesome to see you there yeah that was <clears throat> definitely was a dope night man so let, let's talk about dallas though you know it, how does retired life, how, how retired life treat you, man? What you do with all this time? You, you know, I tell you what, it's, uh, you know, you, you know, it's funny, Keeb, how, remember how we always had that ultimate excuse, like, you know, and people like, hey, man, I, I got this, you know, this uh, fundraiser in uh, October. Oh, nope, sorry, season, yeah. right? You know, I, you know, oh, oh, six oh, months. Uh, it's a, a six-month excuse. <laughs> it is, right? I mean, it just, and it's a, it's a solid one, too. It's like, hey, you can catch me on Sunday. I, you know, I, it's valid. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously busy but but now like you just think like oh i'm just gonna relax hit second gear and it's like you go into overdrive i mean it's just now now everyone can can reach out and like hey i i know you're not playing anymore i know that <laughs> exactly. september is open you know exactly. so but it's good good I got three kids uh they're they're in like the travel baseball basketball all that stuff oh yeah and, um so yeah, so that's been been keeping us busy. But farming, I'm back back home, back in Iowa. Uh, I'm an organic farmer, a uh, small small operation, kind of hobby farming, and yeah. uh, we do uh, organic oats and corn uh, up here, Akeem. So next time you have, you know, some sweet. Well, I don't do. I, I do corn that feeds the the organic animals like the chickens yeah. and the cows. So when when you have organic milk or organic chicken. Think of think of think of your old boy think 44. All, think all uh, 44, yeah. huh? I got you. we drink organic milk in my house too, man. Organic two oh. percent milk, man. That's going Love all it. through my refrigerator right now. Hey, right, so a, go, go go whole milk sometime. Just I mean that's yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, you, that's, you that's know, man. We, we, I was I whole milk all my life, you know what I'm saying? You know, I got the wife and the kids now. They she she think organic milk is healthier for them i guess but you know I, my bones already did what they need to do i'm good dallas you know what I'm <laughs> my bones came out well i'm good you know what I'm hey, we'll see how the they kids come up with this organic two percent though <laughs> hey so look exactly you from uh <laughs> sioux falls south dakota right yeah I, I was born there my i have two older brothers and we we're all born there but we moved back home to where where we live now my folks are both from this area. So we both moved back. They moved back to Livermore, Iowa when I was probably about two years old. So I, I you know, Sioux Falls claims me. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's documented. It's, it's, you know, it's in the court records. Uh, you know, so exactly. can't deny, I feel but, you. But, I, but I'm an Iowan man. I mean, it is. I love Sioux Falls, South Dakota, all of that. But I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I was two years old. So, but I mean, I'm an Iowan, so I so mean, that's, it, so that's really how you fell in love with football, being in Iowa. Oh well, I fell in love. I have two older brothers who are pretty athletic. Uh, our oldest brother Dan was really kind of the trailblazer. Uh, he he graduated in 1991, and uh, and in our small town, like I graduated 32 kids. Uh, you know, they probably graduated with 20 and you know 25 ish around there. We had a big big class for 32 kids, right. and uh, you know, I thought Dan. Uh, went and played division three basketball or uh, baseball and football. And so went to all his, uh, his games. And really that's kind of when it's like, Ooh, th that, this is cool. You know, I, I, you know, yeah. everyone had their heroes like Herschel Walker and, you know, Emmett Smith and all those cats. But like growing up, like mine was like Trent Nahos, who's the running back for Simpson college where Dan played. And, 
And then you fast forward a couple more years, and then my other brother, Derek, he went big time. He got he got a scholarship to play at Division One Iowa State. Yeah. And then it was it was then, Nakeeb, that going to his games and seeing those stadiums, we went, you know, road tripped out to Boulder, you know, did the Nebraska thing, uh, you know, all these, you know, K-State, all these schools, Kansas, hello, mm-hmm. shout out to, to, to your Jayhawks. Yes, uh, hey, sir. Are you, are you, you going to help them at all, or are you just going to accept to, man. that? I- I tried to, but you know, everybody don't, everybody don't want help, Dallas, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to record and see that. Everybody don't want help, man. I try, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to just continue doing what I do. I'm going to just keep trying to help them because that's the type of person I am, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I I think of Kansas football like that brick wall behind you. Just, I mean, just there's there's this huge object in the way of success. Like, what is, and what is that wall? That's another podcast, but... uh, but no, you know, so, but I remember when Derek, his very first, uh, they're playing Wyoming is their very first, his first division one game at Iowa state. And I remember being in Jack Trice stadium and looking down and just being like, this is, this is what I want to do. This is, this is what I want to do. And, uh, and, and so it was just kind of put into motion. Then, you know, you got to visualize it first before you can even achieve anything. So that was exactly. kind of the first, that was the first time it was like, Ooh, I I want to do, do that. This. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't, right. I don't think it's going to happen. You know, again, I'm from 32 kids in this class. I, you know, zero, you know, we didn't have social media back then. So no one knew me. And right. uh, so, I mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy looking back on how it all, it all unfolded. Yeah, it is. Is did was it always Iowa though? Was it, did you, did you, was you seen at Iowa State? Like I want to go to Iowa. No, actually a, a key, what it was, was, uh, you know, I've, very small school so I didn't get the exposure and so what I did was I went down to Simpson College Dan was uh after he graduated he became an assistant coach there I used their film room and this is back in the day dating ourselves here but VHS tape uh, all about hey right amen and so it took all my all my games for my senior year made a little cut up made a made a little highlight tape Mm-hmm. And I sent and I, and I sent them all to like my my brother Derek who played Iowa State. He went to JUCO and then went to Iowa State. And my 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 five year game plan was I want to get into the Division One program. And then by that fifth year after I redshirt, of course, maybe I'll make special teams. Like you know that, right. and then I'll letter like that. That that was the that was the, that was the five year plan. So I sent out a highlight tape to Wisconsin, you know, all the big, you know, the division one schools around Iowa, Colorado, obviously I had to go out there because it's absolutely gorgeous. Nebraska, I was Iowa. And, and out of all those schools, Iowa was the only school that called and said, Hey, got your video. And I know it. And, and Keeba, I, I will, I guarantee you, my brother played at Iowa state. Um, he got screwed over his senior year. Uh, let's just say that, you know, he, he, he got, was kind of getting rotated in. He was really, you know, really good. And one of those cases, you know, the scenario. So I was like, okay, yeah. I ain't going, I, I ain't going to Iowa state. They, they're, they're, they're messing around yeah. with my brother. I ain't right. doing that. So I didn't send them a tape and I swear Iowa looked at this, like, wait a minute, his brother's Derek Clark and I, you know, starting linebacker at Iowa state, like, let's give him a call. Why is he, you know? And so, so I swear that was the only reason they called. I, I mean, I, I doubt if they saw something on my film that they were impressed with. But uh, right. but you know they called and and so I wish I could say like, you know that 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 awesome Iowa story of like oh I grew up a Hawkeye, which my you know my family yeah. did. We, we were That's Hawkeyes, what I was expecting. But yeah, but it wasn't, man. It was like <laughs> they were the only people that called. It, it was like prom, you know. It's like right. oh, did, uh, 
Oh, I had so many people ask me. I just, you know, that, you know, no, no, I had one. <laughs> right. Which you only so, need one, right? I mean, that's, look, that's, so, that's, so you had no idea that you was basically starting tight end you. No, no, I, I, I was starting, t- I was starting linebacker. You, I walked on as a linebacker. <laughs> wow. And uh, I, I, I was a quarterback and linebacker at high school, and uh, and so my brother played linebacker, and so that's what I wanted to be. I was like, okay, I got to be better than my brother. And, uh, and so I walked on as, as a linebacker and, and it was funny, you know, just doing all the drills and like the off season, all that stuff, just crushing it. Just, you know, had the speed, had the, you know, it was growing into that it was really getting faster and never had training, never lifted weights in high school. Didn't do any, didn't do any of that stuff. None so like, us did. Had, yeah. Right. I had to learn hang clean and, and as a freshman and, you know, you know, kids come in like they're already PR and in, in hang clean. I had to like, hang what, what, what are you talking about? You know? Exactly. And so, so these athletes are, these kids are so much more advanced and exposed to so many more things, which is good and bad. But uh, so, you know, so I came in and, and uh, I wanted to be a linebacker, but then when I went out and played and practiced as a linebacker, I sucked. And it was, it was like, wait, he, he's showing all these athletic abilities, but then why, you know, coach Ferris like, okay, we need to, we need a new route. And, and coach Ferentz, thank God, uh, made me switch to, to tight end. And wow. Otherwise, otherwise we would have never known each other. Because I know Look. your path would have been good. You're, you're good. Hey, me? it would have no. never been a tight end you if he wouldn't switch. You know uh, That's even more about... important, right? You are the it. creator of tight end you, Dallas. You got to own that, man. If, hey, if you say, all right, if we call him tight end you now, we got to start at where, who was the first one to go crazy? It was Dallas Clark. Well, so, you know what I'm saying? Akeem, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to, you You can say that all you want. <laughs> right. you know, please you don't. Know, run, with, run with it. Please, I, please I, don't. Yeah. Please don't. Please don't, Dallas. Look, this, look, this is my show, and you are the creator of tight end you, man. You, you take that. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, so look, your last year at Iowa. I mean, your last two two years at Iowa, man. You had 1,200, uh, eight touchdowns, go crazy. Boom, 2000, 2003, You go to the Colts. You know what I'm saying you go in the locker room with Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, Peyton, Edron James. How did football change for you at that point? Uh, well, trying to figure out what the hell am I doing in this huddle? I mean, it was <laughs> like, I mean. It was like, hey, can I can I bring you guys popcorn? Uh, you guys want some water? Hey, Peyton, you look a little thirsty, a little, little cotton mouth. You, you know, no, you guys good? I mean, Akeem, it, it was it, it, it was unbelievable. It was just unbelievable to be in that locker room, be around those men. You know, that was my third year really playing tight end. So I mean, I I, I switched, made the switch, uh, played tight end two years, came out early, and that that rookie year was my third time, third year playing tight end. So I was. Right. Still so green, still trying to figure out the, you know, the position and, and, uh, and really Peyton, I mean, obviously I had phenomenal, Chris Furster was my tight ends coach, un- unbelievable coach. And, uh, and obviously Peyton, he just, he kind of told you how to do things too. And Tom Moore, yeah, yeah. Howard, Howard Mudd, all, I mean, he should be all, I mean, just one, of, if not the best offensive line coach ever in the NFL and, and, you know, he should be in the hall of fame, but uh, that guy, he MF me every day. Like he just, he <laughs> just like, I got in his way, like, God, dude, these tight ends, you can't block. And I'm like, and I, and I, and I'm like, bull crap. I can block. I'm a blocking tight end. You know, I, like, I, I took offense to that. I wanted to, I'd never wanted to come out of the, uh, out of the game. So I'm like, okay, 
I have to block. block. I have to. Mm-hmm. I, I got to be blocking first and second down. I can't be one of these things that just comes in and and goes and gets a first down. And right. and uh, you know, I want to be. I want to be it all. I want to do it all. And, and that, you know, I took a lot of pride in that and, and, and man, they, they pushed me and I, I owe everything to all those guys I mentioned. And obviously coach Dungy, I mean, you can't get any better than that, Akeem. So, right. I mean, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it, it's remarkable. I mean, shame on me if I didn't have success. I mean, cause the teams I played for, I mean, <laughs> our, my last year at Iowa, I mean, we had, I mean, we were loaded. And, uh, right. and then, and then uh, went to the orange bowl and did all that stuff and had you know, unbelievable offensive line and Brad Banks leading us. And then coach Ferentz, best coach ever. And then you go to the NFL where you don't Peyton, get, paid. Right? And, and, and you get Peyton and you get Tony. Dungy and, and, I mean, come on now. Like, like just like so, the, the manual is don't screw up. <laughs> exactly. And then, so Peyton, them seeing all that, that, that them let them two years of tight end and uh Iowa that orange ball game, all that. And I'm sure they had a, a lot to do with paying, probably lobbying for you. We we need this pass catching tight end because the game kind of changed, man. I feel like when Peyton started dominating, you know what I'm saying, he kind of upgraded the tight end position, man. And you and Peyton got a lot to do with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think I think you're right. I mean, I think there was a lot, you know, during that you know, 2003, my rookie year. You know, the, the Colts offense, they love being in two tight end set. You know, they right. love the ability to have that kind of that, you know, more blocking. But, yeah, the good receiving, you know, they had, we had Marcus Pollard, mm-hmm. uh, phenomenal, phenomenal veteran for me. I mean, talk about a guy that just, I mean, who had, I mean, he was a college basketball player. I mean, never played football. I mean, literally played college basketball, comes to, to the, the NFL, league. comes to the league and has, you know, 13-year career. Unbelievable. And so – to have that guy as a mentor every day, learning, watching him how to be a pro was unbelievable. And, uh, and, and really it was kind of that revolution of that position of, of you know, you know, slot, you know, slot, bring, put them all out wide motion in, you know, just kind of, I mean, just really, it kind of evolved. I mean, I think that's kind of where they yeah. wanted, wanted it to go, but you know, it was kind of more what they kind of felt comfortable, what I could handle. Obviously I was wanting like, Hey, let's go. But, but man, if I screwed up one little thing, like nope, nope, next week, you know, you know, so it was they they spoon fed it big time, you know, where I was just kind of like, hey, come on, I'll get it, I'll get, it. let's go, let's go, you know. But they they're very uh very conservative with that, uh, but yet we're still able to do a lot of things, and you know, obviously at that time is Tony Gonzalez. I mean, that was right. that was the guy, is the guy, will always be the guy. So it's kind of a it's kind of overshadowed a little bit of what we were doing, uh, you know, yeah. over in Indy uh, with him, which, which is okay. It's, I mean, that dude was catching hundred, you know, hundred, hundred. He, he was a, he was a wide out, but he was just a yeah. big, big cat. He was just, you know, he was kind of the, that era of Gronkowski, you know, just kind of that big, mm-hmm. huge mismatch. And just a mismatch, you know, and then uh, Antonio Gates, you know, I, I have the utmost respect and I, you know, I, I really, Whenever it's like, oh, you know, you guys, you know, you, that was kind of that era that changed the position. I'm like, well, I, Antonio Gates, I think, you know, what him and uh, and, and Philip Rivers did over there was just, I mean, they were just kind of over there slinging the ball backyard style. Right, too. backyard. I mean, it was, I mean, you got three seconds I, to run a corner route. Just, you know what I'm saying? Get yeah. open over there. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you got 15 yeah, just, ways to run a corner route. <laughs> oh, that was I mean, dope they're, over they're, there. Yeah, I mean, so, so really it was kind of – you know, us and, you know, and, and them, I think really, right. you know, and then I, and I think Tony, 
was just on a whole nother level. I mean, he was, he was their offense you know, you know, for so long and they didn't really have any other options. Uh, so right. it was, uh, it, it was just one of those things that we were able to kind of, kind of evolve the position with also having hall of fame receivers with, with Marv and Reg. Exactly. I mean, it was kind of, it was a great complimentary uh, to those guys' uh, abilities. Exactly. Uh, so in my opinion, man, you, Tony G and them, of course, but what Peyton and what y'all was doing, man, it, it made it where the system, like you, they created like, they created like, yeah. this is a system for a tight end. You know what I'm saying? Tight end get the yeah. ball. In it. You don't have to be Tony Gonzalez, basketball player, 60. You don't have to be that in order to use your tight end. You could create yeah. a system, make them like one of the wide outs. And I feel like that's what y'all was doing, man. Y'all, you know, he got to have a little speed. He got to have some real hands because he's going to be over the middle in traffic. But, I feel like you really propelled that tight end part of position. Cause you no, know, Tony G is a special guy, man. He almost could go to any team and you just throw it up to him. He he not really propelling the position him because he's just a, a a a physical mismatch, really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, man, yeah. Guy like you though, man, you you propel the position because well, you're not Tony G. Well, yeah, I am not. And and but right. what was awesome was the ability to to you know, what I think was kind of was the way it, the reason it worked is because if I had to block, I could block and it wasn't exactly. a wasted down like they could come behind me. But then also if Peyton saw something and, and the ability, obviously, everyone knows Peyton's ability, you know, the, the code words you had to, you know, you had, you had to de- try to defend it at, at practice. And and so, I mean, it's just it's one of those things that there is nothing like we got spoiled, like, like after Peyton, like that's the football I fell in love with. That's the, that's the football mm-hmm. I know. And so, you know, the huddling and all that stuff and like, like seeing a play, it's like, okay, are we not checking out of this? No, we're going to run it. Okay. <laughs> all uh, right. Cause, Cause that guy's one-on-one over there. Why aren't we throwing him the ball, you know, or something like that, where just have that flexibility. And, and I, you know, it doesn't work if you don't have those, those pieces that can, you know, handle it mentally, but also, exactly. you know, physically. Exactly. So we both got a chance to to be in the same locker room with Peyton, man. We both got a chance to to celebrate with him when he went in that Hall of Fame, man. So you just tell me something. What you think, what you think it was that made Peyton so special? Oh, golly. We don't have, do you have a, do you have a time limit on this, uh, on your show? Uh, <laughs> we'll make it quick, you know, you know what I'm saying? Just, uh, we just keep it to one thing. <laughs> You know, Keeb, you know, I think so many you know, things. I, I will always say he's the best. You know, obviously Tom Brady's got, you know, all the, the, the accolades and the rings and all that stuff. But you know, I think what what makes Peyton Peyton is, you know, he you know, Tom Tom was kind of part of a system, you know, and Tom didn't have a lot um, you know, he 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 didn't he had a lot of responsibilities, but he, he didn't have to do so much where Peyton, I think he is, he is the only the way he knows. He is, he's the only, it's the only way he knows how to do it, understands it of just, you know, he needs to be comfortable. And so everyone had to kind of understand like where we need to be and, you know, and, 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 and whether it's, you know, whether it's just, you know, micromanaged, I, you know, whatever you want to say, it's just, it was a system that everyone knew where the ball was. I mean, my dad would always be he's like, oh, why didn't you, why didn't he throw you the ball? And, it's, you know, it's like, dude, like when he snapped the ball, we knew where the ball was going because, you know, the the, the coverages, what we were calling, 
Like right. it just, it was, you know, he, you just knew where you, you just kind of became part of his mind. And, and, and that's the only way, it, way it worked is if you understood the system and, and I think his just knowledge of just seeing blitzes, understanding defenses, weaknesses. Um, he wasn't the most gifted specimen running extended plays. So, I mean, he had to beat you with his mind and his arm. I mean, that ball was, I mean, I always said like if Peyton had to force the ball into it, it's probably getting picked, you know, because right. he, he was just, he was so methodical and so good. Timing ball placement. It wasn't pretty when it was in the air, but man, it was, I mean, it was in your numbers or it was high where only you could get it or low where only, you, I mean, just his extension of the game of, of, of seeing his vision of seeing, you know, he'd always say like, if guys, if a linebacker or safety is like looking at you, he's not covering you. He's like, you're open, you know, and, and you learn to like run and know that that ball is going to come right over your ear, you know, exactly. uh, the defender, you know, and just, you know, the trust and the faith and the repetition, like, not many quarterbacks have that trust in themselves and, you know, just right. his confidence and just his, his craft was just un, unmatched in his, and, and obviously well-documented his preparation is just uh, it, it, no one, no one prepares, no one ever will prepare like, like that guy. And that, and that trickled down to every position. Like that made, that up your yeah. game of you know prepping and watching film and us on defense. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted we wanted to be like we we felt like all right we know Peyton them are going to score thirty. Shit, we can't let somebody come out here and score thirty three and beat us. Like so, we yes. felt like we got to be on our shit because you know what I'm saying we got Peyton. Like you know what I'm saying we yeah. always got a chance to win with Peyton. So it made us prepare and work harder just because we played with him. Trickle down to us. Well, Akeem, isn't that, isn't that funny how a guy has that effect? And that's why I think, like, I, I, and I think maybe that's maybe that's a top. That's my answer, of, right? That's, like, what I, make, that's the answer I always give Dallas. I just say, man, his his presence. And I don't know. I don't know what what when that presence. It might have started at Tennessee. Shit, I don't know. But I know since yeah. I pulled up that presence of him always being on history, always being on time, him just being leading by example, always knowing exactly where everybody else supposed to be exactly what we who we supposed to protect that shit trickled down throughout the whole building and you feel like yeah. damn if peyton doing it if peyton here on day one ota on time shit i gotta do it too you know what i'm saying so i feel like yeah. just his presence man it's, it, it was crazy hey keith you got honest answer okay so i saw you in tampa all right we we're mm -hmm. teammates in tampa and you know we had you know we had a, an interesting year together uh you know mm -hmm. just uh you know uh coach Ciano first year in the league and you know and I and 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 I remember the the to leave. I remember is front row, um, you know, kind of down. You know, maybe maybe a, maybe a hood on. Mm -hmm. You know, just just not. You know, and some could read into this as not respectful, respectful, or just not interested, just not interested. You know, how, just answer this, and you and we can go. We don't. You don't need to go into anything at, at tampa or denver how did you sit during team meeting or 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 yeah team meeting did, did you did you bring the slouch to you to denver my once so my once i got to denver yeah nah i mean <laughs> see really really it was it was i left tampa and i went to new england right yep so i feel like once i Ooh, got that. to new england 
that's when, boom, I turned to a professional. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just little stuff. You see Tom sitting in the front row. Bill might say something to somebody else looking sloppy and leaning down in the meeting room. And so then that kind of make you say, oh, shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let me yeah. get up. I'm never going to do that again. So one thing after another, man, I say from New England on is that's when I started to take like my job serious. Like, all right, I'm not just a young guy who wanted to come to NFL. Now I'm here and now, now I'm just here. I started to really be like, shit, I'm talented. I, I might could be the best here, right? So let me start yeah. turning on my professionalism. And I think New England helped me a lot with that. Well, and, and, and I'll tell you what, and, and credit and compliments to you because you, you played that way in New England and then it carried over into Denver. And then when, mm-hmm. when, by the time you got to Denver, then you really became that leader of oh, that yeah. defense, right? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. then you, 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 you knew – your place, your your voice, your position, what you were in charge of, and 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 the and the presence and the impact that you had, and it was kind of it, you know, I, and I think you had to have those experiences early in your career um, mm-hmm. to just kind of see like, whoa, this you know, is this you know, what kind of player do I want to be? What kind you know, you know, you can see how you know leaderships and you know roles and and all that, and and then obviously you go to a well-oiled machine like New England, it's. You know, it's kind of the way with the Colts as well. It's like, it's either either you fit in, or you're out. Or you're gone. You know, it, exactly. It, yeah, and, and there's it's it's no hard feelings. It's just like, hey, this is how we do things. Simple as that. Either, yeah. Yeah. You know, and so you know, I think you know, a place like that is just you know, I think guys either get it, and you know, and 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 I and I think it really helps you become a pro of just like, okay, this is do. how. Oh. Right. You know, so that, that definitely do it. It, it was awesome watching you. Cause I always kept track of you and, and I've had a lot of respect for you, uh, you know, and, and I understood what, you know, you're trying to do uh, at Tampa uh, young, really good defense that we had. I mean, isn't Vontae David, isn't it awesome? To, I mean, I was like, mm-hmm. it's crazy, right? I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, and he is just like, killing it up, bro. Like, like, I, I know he, I know he won't remember me, but I was like, that dude, I saw. I mean, he was special. Like day I mean, one, just, you know, day one. It was just like, man, he's got. If he stays healthy, and he's ha- he has, and it's just mm-hmm. like, man, he's fun. He is. Yeah, he is. I mean, and but just that. some good team, players I mean, on that team, though. Dad. Oh good my players on that gosh! Team. Really <laughs> it was good. Loaded. It was loaded. Really good. It's just, oh, it, it, it you know, it, and that just shows you that. You know, it just that's what makes this game so great, Akeem, is that yep. you can have all the talent in the world, but if we're not all like going the same direction, forget it. It 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 it, it doesn't work. Biggest, you know? and, best team sport, best team sport in the world, man. I always say amen. It's the best team sport in the world. All right, let's amen. get a little current, man. What about the tight ends in the league right now, man? Who you like? Ooh, you know, I, I think it's a fun, it's a you know, it's kind of like the, you know, obviously on a very different level of, you know, but, you know, we had so many good, great uh, quarterbacks in this league where you're just like, man, how is this league going to look without a Peyton Manning and Drew Brees and Tom Brady? It's just like, man, you know, but it's kind of like the same thing with the tight ends where, you know, it's like, gosh, what's life going to look like without Gronkowski and, you know, Tony Gonzalez and Tony Gates, you know, all those, those cats and, but I tell you what, it's you know we have like guys like Darren Waller, they you know, coming, coming right? <laughs> They're coming. T.J. Hawkinson, Noah Fan, Iowa boys, got to give those. You know, you talk about tight end, you those you know those boys are just really evolving and developing into their and the young niche bull and, and the young bull fire music. He's trying to he's trying to do something too now. 
Dude, he Penn he State, fun. right? He Penn State. He Penn, Penn State, right? State. Oh, yeah, Penn, Penn State. State. Okay. Man, and and so I mean, so then I mean, you just got uh, so many. Well, heck, and and then like you could, I guess Pitts. Like, what is Pitts? Like, I mean, is he right. is he Julio Jones? I mean, it looks like he's I mean, more he's like on a, the Tony Gonzalez side to me, like oh, a more wide out. But he tight in, but he more wide out. But he's a freak, no? uh, you know. So it's just, and then obviously you have the household names of the Kelseys and Kittle. Yeah. Um, you know, and Ertz and, and, and those cats. But I, I tell you what, they're, the tight end, I, I think, is growing because it's trickled down to the or to college where I think, you know, I think even colleges are looking for those type of guys, those basketball body, yeah. you know, forward type guys that can take a hit, good hands, um, you know, and, 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 and really learn how to use them. Because it is, I mean, as you probably know, I mean, just – you know, having that tight end or receiving tight end, it's just, it's just, it's just annoying uh, for defenses. Right. It's just, you know, it's, it's just hard. one of those things that, you know, it's just like, oh crap. One, the Something one else time you got to get ready for. It is. The one time you, you take your eye off a seam, boom, there goes a tight end ripping down mm-hmm. the field for 43 yards. You know, it's just, you know, so, you know, tight ends are, are becoming so much more valuable in offenses. And I think offenses are getting, are developing to include them, but, it takes those type of cats, those those big, durable guys yeah. that can block, can go beat a, good hands, a linebacker. Good speed. Good, yeah, I mean, it, so it's not – they're not easy to find, but, man, when you have one, man, you can you can go a long ways with them. Definitely can. Well, all right. hey, I appreciate here, you, Dallas here, Clark. Well, go ahead. One thing, one thing I, I will end this, and, and I, don't, I, I haven't seen it or read it, but it's just, you know, maybe I need to – maybe we can uh, – you know, maybe this will be the first time it's been addressed <laughs> – but you look back at all the world, you know, all the world, uh, the Super Bowl champions. All right. Look at all the offenses that in the last 15, 10, 15 years, yeah. all the you know, Super Bowl champion teams. Obviously, most of them are probably pretty good offensively. Guarantee you they have a tight end that was a, is a baller in yep. their offense. You know, I don't think it's a coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence that a, a, a Super Bowl team needs to have that tight end, you know, to, to, to kind of create those, those mismatches and really be able to kind of move the ball security blanket, all that stuff. You know, I, I really think, you know, obviously I'm going to just, you know, shout top of my lungs about tight ends, but <laughs> I think, I think, I think that's a good, I think that's a good uh, argument. You know, I think that's a good, uh, good, good numbers. And, and I haven't done the work, but you just think back and, you know, you think back of all the, you know, obviously, you know, New England, Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez, uh, you know, and then mm-hmm. you think, you know, you think uh, Kansas City, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Kelsey. So it's just, uh, it, it's just one of those things that I think you could keep going back. New Orleans, Jimmy Graham, uh, you know. So it's just, it's one of those things that uh, they really are vital and 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 and, and, and a huge part of offenses. So, but no, that, that's needed. my closing remark. We already know, Dallas. We need y'all, baby. We need the tight ends of the world, man. You know what I'm Offense need tight ends, Dallas. We, oh, we know that, baby, I, but we appreciate you. Hey, Dallas, I ain't going to hold you no more, baby. We appreciate you, man. I appreciate you living up to your word, baby, coming on the show. Hey, thank. Hey, you lived up to your word, man. You you invited. I appreciate I any time, man. I had a ball. I had a, I had a ball. Great seeing you, and uh, you be safe, and we'll, we'll catch you down the road. Hey, we catching phase. That's Dallas Clark.
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> Love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.